All right, it is April 22nd, and the return is happening right now. Chris, we have a whole bunch to talk about. Uh, I'm glad to see you. Uh, I've been away. We've been on break. Chris is laughing at me right now. That's the most formal thing I've ever heard you say. Well, then, okay. There's so, so much to talk about. I've, I'm enjoying seeing your face. I appreciate your presence. <laughs> Do I sound like the, the DJs on The Simpsons? You remember? sound like you're... All right, here we go. It's the Monster Bash. <laughs> you sound like the most cheesy, cringy, uh, like, radio DJ, like, Robin Debbie Knight, Energy 1200. All right, let's do this. Okay, Chris. So uh, I've been away for a while. Uh, Where have I, you been? I've been. I've had a crazy past few months. Uh, you were in Japan for a month. Yes, yes. Yo, Kish, you went to Africa? No, Japan. no. Where, where were you? I was at. Um, Todd was not in Japan. No, uh, uh, I was off work. Uh, yep. I was feeling very sick. Uh, took a bit of a break. Took a break, but now we're back. Yeah. How many times have we said we're back on this podcast? We're back. Motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like it. Phoenix right up from the ashes, <laughs> rising. What, yeah. what what is like been back like uh, like Terminator? Yeah, Terminator's back. Well, he but that's what he said. He's like, I'll be back. Oh, okay. Yes. Like what else has been back? Like we're back. Like what else? Uh, what else is there that like that is immediately relevant to? Uh, Roseanne. Roseanne's back. Fucking Roseanne back. <laughs> She's back. What else? She's back with a vengeance. Uh, I don't know. Michael J. Fox is back on TV. He is on what? Uh, designated Survivor. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like Family Ties Two: The Return <laughs> no. of Alex P. Keaton. No, 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 no <laughs> Return of Alex P. Keaton. We're uh, back. Yes, we are back. Um, I just wanted to uh, find out if you've been monitoring our Facebook page at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're constantly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been very preoccupied. I'm, I'm, I, so as, as all three of our listeners know, yes, I play in a band called Better Living Through Chemistry. Yes. Not unlike, but completely opposite to the Fat Boy Slim record. <laughs> the same name and the movie with Sam Rockwell yeah. that I've never seen. Anyway, we, are, we just released a record and we are re- like formally having the release party next Saturday at... Pressed Cafe. Pressed. On the Stone of Glad, better known as Gladstone. Okay. And how long is your set? Our set is, I don't know, an hour and playing with the Life Size Men. And, um, oh, Life Size Men? You've played with them before. Yeah, I think, very eh? good band. Very good band, yeah. Ottawa based. Um, and admission of $10 gets you a free, wonderful looking CD package. Oh, really? You yep. get a CD with. with, with uh, you pay, come to the show. We're going to give you this fucking amazing CD. That is amazing, and, and you're going to enjoy it. And what is it called again? The name of the record is Burn, Burn, Burn. Do you, is that a song? No. <laughs> it's a line in a song. Burn, Burn, Burn. Is it sung like that by your cousin? No. He doesn't sing it at all. Burn, Burn, Burn. doesn't sing it in a falsetto like that at all. That, uh, that kind of reminded me of like uh, sort of like a Prince thing that you just did there. The lady, I, you know what? I wish I could do that lady scream that Prince does. You know, I like, Ow! You know, like, you need to, Ow! Yeah. I wish I had like a thing, uh, like, I, 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 I want that as a button on my iPhone I can push. Like a sound, sound to button. To emphasize things. Yeah. Like, I have one right now for like John Cena, you know, like, have you yeah. ever heard that before? Yeah. My son loves the, 
RKO by Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, have you seen all the videos online? Yeah, they're, they're quite hilarious. Yeah. I fall into these YouTube holes often. Yes, right that's dinner. a definite YouTube hole. For those of you who have not seen that, <laughs> It's just a it's just a collage of people like falling off their bicycles, but they superimposed this Randy guy Orton. coming in and doing this wrestling move on them. It's it's pretty funny. You should look it up. It's it's and I could watch that for hours. So uh, we spoke about Prince on a previous podcast, yep. and I wanted to bring him up again because yep. they released. Uh, did you see that they released a version of Nothing Compares to You with some footage of him rehearsing? Yeah, I heard it, and yeah. it was. Uh, Fucking really great! Like I'm a big Prince fan. Was that a rehearsal track, or was that? It was. They were. They. I think it was a demo. So okay. so, um, our mutual friend Chris McIntyre. Yes. Uh, got me into Prince like 15 years ago in a huge way. I, Prince was never really on my radar, and then once you like one of the things I've, I've always been very aware of is Kevin Smith's affinity for Prince and yep. the time and the time. Yeah. You know that whole Minneapolis sound, and so when I got into Prince myself, I was like, oh my gosh, like. I, I think I had a little bit of a bias towards Prince consciously or subconsciously because it's it's, it's quite effeminate music. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's not. It's actually quite masculine and very, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's also amazing music uh, performed by amazing musicians. And I became a fan of Wendy and Lisa. And anyway, all the, all, the, all the different six degrees of Prince and everything involved. So they also released a bunch of photos from inside Paisley Park. Did you check those out? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Did you find it a bit weird? Um that it didn't look very updated. It's no, well, I kind of knew that it wasn't like it was built in the in the eighties, yeah, right? To yeah. look futuristic, which means <laughs> when they built futuristic things in the eighties, it looked like what the nineties looked like. Yeah. It was it, there was definitely a lot of um, uh, you know <laughs> some carpeting choices and yeah. I, I just imagine people in nineteen eighty one like breaking ground at Paisley Park and, and being like, "We need some, we need some glass block." <laughs> That's futuristic. Only to find that, like, in every home and garden in the 90s, everything was using glass block. We the future glass We need state-of-the-art neon signs everywhere. We need neon everywhere. Yeah. Also, oak. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of oak. You know, it's, uh, that's, I guess, the other thing, too, is you brought up your son, and I think he's going to be appearing on a podcast very my, soon. My kids want to be on the podcast. So do you want to um, put them on separately or together? Or? I don't know. I think I would like to put them on together. The, the only apprehension I have about it is that they often talk over each other. Okay. And um, But, I, yeah, I mean, it would be cool if we could have them on at the same time, although they have expressed a preference for being on one at a time so oh. that one could listen to the other one the next day. So our, our routine okay. is that like we're recording this tonight mm -hmm. and that we'll listen to it in the morning or whatever, yeah. right? So yeah. Um, so anyway, we're going to figure that out, but I think we're going to do that next week. Next week. One of Chris's kids on the, po you know, so, so we'll see what happens. So, uh, you know, people who do listen to this know that we swear quite frequently. There's a big tons yeah, on iTunes. There's a big red E next to every single one of our podcasts. gigantic in capital. So we'll have to really sort of tone it down. We'll I guess. have to get our acts together. Yeah. 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 Although for the record. I do drop a lot of F-bombs around my kids. They never swear. It's turned into like a bit of a psychological reversal where <laughs> I swear so much that they, they're they like, uh, you know, we're going to do that. They don't, yeah. No, dad. Dad. Yeah. Oh, God, dad. You know. I remember uh, when my daughter was here, like my, my daughter lives uh, elsewhere in London, Ontario. Yes. Um, but, you know, when she comes to visit, it's kind of funny because 
like I think it was last or this past summer. Right. She said something and she went, oh, carp. Like that was her, oh, crap. Like crap, <laughs> crap is a swear word to her. And I played her a little bit of this podcast and she laughed the entire time. Did she but, liked it? But, you know, well, I don't really swear that like at all around her. So when she heard a few You don't swear a lot as a general rule. Uh, no. No, no, just you're pretty clean. Just just on this podcast, Fuck really. Fuck you, Todd. You, why don't you? Just, why, don't, why don't you? Like, I don't understand people who don't swear. You know, some people do it excessively. Like, I'll like just say you this. on the first volume of this podcast. Yes, I. I uh, but naturally, I swear a lot. It feels good. It feels. Re- it's a release for me. Yeah. Um. But do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? No. Gary <laughs> Vaynerchuk is this business coach guy. I think everybody. I'm sure everybody. Everybody knows who Gary Vaynerchuk is. You might be the only guy on earth who doesn't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. And I just want to bitch about this guy for a bit because I kind of, I was into this guy like eight years ago. Mm -hmm. He started a wine store. He really embraced the internet. He, so now he's like this business speaker. And if you watch any of his videos, he like excessively swears. Like, I mean, I, I admit I excessively swear, but he, he often swears to like emphasize things. So he's like, yo, you fucking suck. You fucking suck. And he also he also does this thing where he name drops people by their first names. And you know this fucking asshole doesn't actually know any of these people, right? So like, like you know, he calls Mark Zuckerberg Zucks. So yeah, I was at a conference and I go up to Zucks. Like, fuck you. You don't know Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck you, man. Well, why would I know who this dude is? Because he's all over the place. He's like, lit- he's literally like one of the most viewed things on Facebook, his pages anyway. And he's just like, he's, I just find him obnoxious. Like he has good advice, Mm -hmm. but he's like, he's like the, um, wannabe, wannabe baller version, you know, like of Anthony Robbins that just swears a lot, (laughs) you know? And it's talking about the internet. Like, yo, you want to, he's always saying like, you got to crush it, crush it. And whenever he says that, I envision myself crushing his nuts because <laughs> I, I find that so obnoxious to say that, right? Like, you, you, yeah. you're going to crush it 24-7. If you were going to eat and shit and breathe your business and you want to be a millionaire, you have to hustle and grind and blah, 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 blah. Like, fuck you. You know? I, you know what? Just watching you, looking at you in my basement right now, I can totally envision you being one of these guys. Like some sort of marketing dude. I am a marketing dude oh, okay. in my day job, okay. but I fucking don't do that. And it's, it's just, you know, it's just obnoxious. It's, you know, I, I don't like, I don't know, man. Like this is a thing now on the internet is like all, everybody's got an opinion in there and, and everybody is like a public speaker, right? Like there's this, oh, I got to tell you about this other guy I found. When I, when I, when I kind of like veg after, after dinner, my wife's always like, okay, there you go on the couch. You know? Yeah. Um, I found this other guy from Sarnia, Ontario. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, Rob something. Anyway, he's like this real estate guy yeah. that specializes in house flips. And he, he looks like that guy who like has a permanent spot at the end of the bar at your local <laughs> sports bar. At yeah. night. Like he's always there drinking like, you know, two for a pints, you know, so he's like, Mo. he's Mo from the Simpsons. No, he's not quite Mo. He's kind of like that guy. He, you know, how can I, how can I, how can I describe this? Allow me to, to illustrate this. Okay. okay. If you go to any Broadway or if you go to any like you know neighborhood dive bar, like in my neighborhood, Broadway, right? Well, no, Broadway's okay. okay. But there was a place called Time Out that recently closed down. Like I just recently walked. Oh, it by closed it. down. It cl- yeah, well, you know Time Out. Yeah, I yeah about we just time. we just walked by it the other day. I don't think I'm. I don't think this is libel by me saying this because they're closed now. 
But this place was like, this was a joke between me and some of my friends in the band that I play with, namely my friend Trevor. Okay. And uh, I didn't like going to Time Out because I was like, listen, this place is shady as fuck. Like they, lo- they loved it though? Well, Trevor liked, at the time, he liked going there because he's what? like, you know, it was. Was it handy? Like it was. Well, like- his position is that I was being a big elitist. He's like, oh, you don't like going to Time Oh, sorry, Chris. You don't like going to Time Out. You're only going to go to craft breweries. Uh, like, I don't, like, I don't even <laughs> drink. Like, I, I get teased when I go to bars, right? Like, I'll occasionally have a beer. Or, yeah. You know, I'm kind of that guy that all my friends make fun of because I get a wine spritzer, you know, which is like, you know, I don't May I have a sangria, please? Yeah, can I have a sangria? Thank you. You know, so um, Time Out was this dive bar in the hood that from my front porch, I could always see it like down the street. Yeah. Like it was far enough away from me that I didn't feel threatened, but it was close enough that I could be in my front porch. You were aware of its existence. Yeah. Like while you were in your house. There was always cops out there. There There's always cops out there. Okay. So anyway, one night we went out, we went there and it's just like the environment where you can tell like aggressive drunks are like pounding, pounding booze. Pounding serious And they're booze. just getting ramped up like, oh, they're about to go super cyan and like just fucking start a fight <laughs> with each other, right? Yeah. And like, you know, there's always that perpetual guy at the end of a bar like this that, you know, is generally wearing like a hockey jacket or like a cap. Is like sort of gangster. Okay. It's like a white gangster guy. Okay. But they're, they're just kind of like down on their luck kind of thing and like- you know, like they're wearing like oversized pants and like, you know, it's just like that guy, right? So this is, anyway, all this to say, yeah, that's what I'm trying to illustrate, this Rob guy that I found on Sarnia, the real estate coach. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they kind of talk like Gary Oldman in State of Grace. Okay. You know, like they look grimy. They look like they really listen to a lot of House of Pain. This and, is the and, real estate dude or the yeah, patrons really, yeah, of- Yeah, yeah, they like Limp Bizkit, like even now, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. So like this real estate guy, Looks like that, but he's wearing this like oversized suit, you know, like really tall, lanky guy. Like, you know, the the, the, the sleeves are beyond his, you know, his knuckles. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, I can show you how to make money flipping homes. All you have to do is put granite and marble in some wallpaper. And for a minimal mm-hmm. investment, you can make a million dollars. I made my first million dollars after flipping 20 houses. <laughs> and it goes on. He's like, I've got a free digital book and this and that and this. And it's like, it seems like there's so many people, these like skitty fucking people, nobody people who are like just selling their wares, like selling these eBooks that like tell you the stupidest shit. Like, yeah. It just seems like Facebook is a, it's a farm for this kind of crap. Like, you know, well, everybody's a fucking expert, man. Everybody's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's just my two cents. Is that why you haven't been on Facebook? Nah, you know, yeah, I haven't actually been on Facebook. That's true. The, I, well, I, I brought it up because we actually, um, I mean, we can do it later if you want, but we what? did get a topic suggestion. What is the topic suggestion? And who is it from? Uh, it's from Tony. Tony! Listener three of our three listeners. <laughs> Tony Bujold? Hey, Tony. Yeah. Is it Tony Bujold or yeah. t- Tony Bujold? Bujold. Bujold. So he uh, he sent us a, uh, a topic suggestion. Right. Which you're going to hate. You, what is I, it? I know it right off the bat. Lay it on me. Everything that I'm going to slam on you tonight, you're going to hate. Um, what is it? The topic is cloning. Cloning? So I can talk about cloning. They managed to clone a primate. What? Who? So you know how they did the sheep, Dolly? They cloned the sheep and uh, yeah. her name is Dolly. Um, so they did this with uh, a type of monkey. So a, a primate has now been cloned, which leads to 
I guess a huge ethical discussion because you know eventually they could clone people, but you know, oh, man, did you see the movie The Island? The Island, yes, yes with you and McGregor, yes. yeah. It was the only movie that Michael Bay did, yes, that was reasonably good. <laughs> and speaking of Michael Bay, I was in California recently. Did you see him? I saw Michael Bay in Santa Monica. Like, what was he doing? He was buying fruit at a fruit <laughs> farmer's market. Anyway, back to the cloning. Yes, I saw the island. It was, it was, you know. The, the article just good. made me immediately think of that. So, yeah. L- let me let me post. Remember how you asked me about the Mercedes murder car? <laughs> yes. So let me ask you a question. Sure. Just say, let's say you were <sighs> seventy-three years old. Yep. And some like guy that like, you know, one of these guys from Facebook shows up uh, and you're you're in the hospital and you're not feeling too good. And right. they're like, we can clone you right now and steal that clone's organs and you'll be fine. Uh, they, they can just continually keep regenerating you over and over. You just have to pay them uh, huge sums of money. And this these poor clones are getting like, Blah, you know, they're no more liver, you know. Oh, I need a heart. Oh my God. This oh, is need- making me feel so weird talking yes. about this. Would this you is, do that? This is hugely to, unsettling. To I don't prolong, know. To prolong your own life, would you sacrifice uh, seven clones? No, I couldn't morally do that. I don't want people. No, I don't know. I don't know. That's fucking. Why are you asking me this question? Okay, it's so then, fucked. So then what about this? What? So the same dude approaches you and he's like, hey man, I got a way that we can keep giving you organs. No mention of clones whatsoever. He just somehow manages to get organs for you. Yeah, I'd probably do that. Where is he getting these fucking organs? I, as long as I don't have to know. <laughs> like blissful <laughs> ignorance. So you would just take like black market organs and to prolong your life? Man, this is a very hard question to answer. Yeah. Let me turn the question around on you. No, no, no. You, you turn the Mercedes murder car on me. I can't, I can't reasonably me. answer that question. I just can't. Okay. He sh- well, he shows up. He shows up. Everything looks, you know, super professional. It's in, you know, <laughs> medical transportation <laughs> containers, right? Yeah. But occasionally there's a cell phone, like, in a hand also in the container. Okay. And, like, it, it, the person was obviously texting, help me, my organs are being stolen right now. Okay, well, obviously no. But, but you're not. lying. You're lying in bed, and you need that liver immediately, okay, or you're gonna die. I don't die. know, and I I can't put myself there. This is awful. All right, flip it. Flip it. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay. What if they cloned you without your consent? Okay. And you had a like identical clone, mm-hmm. and he's he was just dropped off at your door, okay. like like in a in a in a shawl. Or like in a jumpsuit. Okay. And he, has, he doesn't know the language. He looks exactly like you. So he hasn't been taught anything. No. He's, and just, he's, he's just emotional and crying and he's like, and he, but he looks exactly like you. Like at, at my stage of life right now. Yes. Like a 40 year old yes. blank slate shows yeah, up on my But door. he has your hair from 20 years ago. So okay. like long like, Japanese locks. Like Dragon Force guitarist yeah. hair. Okay. But he's like, and he's like, he, you know, this guy is you. Okay. And he's wearing a jumpsuit like in the island and it just says like, you know, whatever, like Utani Industries or whatever, like fucking, and you're like, what the fuck? And the guy doesn't know to speak in English. He's obviously desperate for help. What would you do? Man, I'd have to like take him in. You like, would adopt I- yourself? <laughs> no, but like, I'm asking a legitimate question. Would you allow him in your home yep. and then sit him down and then like bring your wife downstairs and be like, 
what the fuck? I just found, I found my clone. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know how to speak well, a language. No, no, but I would make sure, you know, that he was given to the proper authorities. So you would give your clone away. Man, like, I, what do you want me to do? I don't know. You wouldn't like drive into a field and just let him go or something? Like, no, no. So you, so, but you would actually hand your clone over to the authorities? Yes. Man, See, what do I know about raising blank slate 40-year-old Todd Matsunaga? <laughs> like, does, does he know anything? He knows how to walk. Like, that's it? He knows how to walk, but he can't express himself because he doesn't know language. Okay. But you, you can tell as soon as he sees you that he like, he's treating you like a parent. And he's like, I need you to survive. Mama, so like, mama. yeah. So like, he's like, he, he has uh, separation anxiety. When you call the police, like the OPP show up, they're like, okay, well, we're going to take this guy away. He's like, and he's like, what kind of, what kind of strength level does he have? He has regular strength. Okay. Just, he's like a regular person. But so he, like, would he flip out? No. He wouldn't, he would he's just like be, a child. He's, he's like, like a, child. a child. Okay. Yeah. So I'd let him in. I'd throw some clothes on that motherfucker. And I'd contact the authorities immediately and be like, look, obviously someone's cloning people. I don't know what to do with but this But would guy. you try to follow up with the clone? Would you try to have a relationship with the clone? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. This all happens. Okay, yeah. given to the authorities, you're like, okay, fuck, that was crazy. Yeah. A year goes by, mm -hmm. all right? A fucking year goes by. You haven't thought about this. Mm -hmm. You try not to think about like it for the I first two, three months about it after, every the, day. after the event. You finally get it out of your brain, and a year goes by. You're having dinner, and then you hear this bleep on your phone, and your clone, whose name is now Gary, okay. friends you on Facebook. <laughs> you find out that your clone in a year that you've since you've seen him <laughs> has, he has learned the language. Okay. And he got a job. Okay, doing what? In retail. Okay. And he sends you a very well thought out articulate message. Mm -hmm. And he explains that even though he was born almost 40 years old, his brain was developed to the point that it only took him six months to learn language, reading, everything. He intensely did correspondence online okay. and like learned everything. Yeah. And he's like, Todd, I know it's weird, but I, and I would really like to get to know you because we are, we're identical. Okay. Genetically identical. Okay. And he says, if it's okay with you, maybe think about it. I would like to see you regularly. And I'm wondering if maybe you would be interested in coming to my apartment in Ottawa. Hell South. no. Hell no. I would go to like a restaurant, maybe like a public place. Mm -hmm. I would probably accept a friend request. It's, it's so, so you weird. would be friends with them on Facebook? Oh yeah, I'd be friends with them. Okay, on so Facebook. so you, you would just go like, sorry, Gary, I can't do this. It's too weird. No, I'd be like why don't we just like hang out like, and this is starting to sound like a date, man. I wouldn't. Like, no, 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 no. Let me dictate the story. Yeah. Okay. So you would hang out with him once or twice. He's like, Todd, would you like to go get a drink? Let's yeah, go get but a like, beer. What, what Let's is go it? to the brig downtown and get a beer. Okay. Yeah. I would do that. So you go downtown, you go to the brig, you find out that Gary yeah. is a cool guy. Okay. You guys have a lot of the same interests. Yeah. He's opinionated. He's very moderate in his views. Mm -hmm. He's nice. He's kind. Um, and he discloses to you. He's like, I need some advice. Man, I, can I fell see it in, in love. I can see it in your face. There's a butt coming here. No, there's no butt. No, he tells you. He's like, I fell in love and I need your advice. Should I go for it? Would you tell him go for it? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. Okay. So then, so you would cultivate a relationship with your clone? Your clone, yeah, Gary? Yeah, yeah. Then you get invited to his wedding like six months later. And then like, he's having kids and he asks you to be the 
godfather of his daughter. No, I think that's, you know, that's too much. So like man. you that's would be hesitant to get too close with Gary, your clone. Well, I, yeah, I, w- I would be hesitant because it's weird. He's like an unauthorized, an unauthorized clone. What if you found out you had like the most meaningful, uh, productive, creative relationship with him making music? Okay, then yeah. So you would hang out with him regularly? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, this is this is dilemma. Yeah. This is dilemma. Because you you have a look on your face like you wouldn't you would have nothing to do with your clone. Like you you would have driven him out into a field. No, and you know what? Like, I think it's weird, right? If you put yourself there, I think I would I would feel a sense of obligation to my clone. Okay. And I don't want to feel a sense of like we both have kids. We know what it feels like to have a sense of obligation to a child, yeah, right? Yeah. And a child is not a clone, but mm-hmm. it is a, a it it, sh- it shares DNA with you. It's but with a clone, it's different. Yeah. Because it's you, and and we have a, a strong sense of self preservation, right? But it's it's not you. Yeah, but it is you because physically, maybe. it's genetically a match to you. It's a it's a a duplicate of you. Would you feel a sense of? of obligation as a parent to your clone if your clone just ended up in your doorstep and somebody ding dong and like open the door and your clothes the clone's like on a fetal position in a jumpsuit yeah i mean just just i would feel i guess i wouldn't look at it like a clone like oh there's a clone on my doorstep i'd be like oh there's someone in trouble on my doorstep that i have to help out you know man i would freak the fuck out okay. if that happened to me so this is a good segue onto the next region of yes the things that you will hate about this podcast. <laughs> so this okay. whole discussion really reminds me of an episode of a show called Black Mirror. Oh yeah, you've been telling me a lot about this. I have not watched Black Mirror. Chris, Chris refuses to, to watch Black Mirror. I understand why. I won't, uh, I won't rip into him too much about it. But we actually got a question via email about, uh, and it's directed at you. Okay. So at me? Yeah, directed at you. Oh, when did this go? Oh, it's Brian. Yeah, hello, my name is Brian. First time emailer, one time guest, long time listener. My question is for Chris. Chris, what is your opinion of Black Mirror? As an owner of a media company yourself, I'm sure the show's clever yet often ominous commentary on today's social media, all media in, in general for that matter, and its expanding role in current affairs, our daily lives, and the plausible effects that media and our rapidly advancing technologies will have on the future of our planet and must really interest you. It's eye-opening, intelligent, and pertinent to your interests. And not too intense to handle, right? I've heard some people are actually afraid to watch this show. Isn't that ridiculous? Please discuss <laughs> Brian in South Ottawa. P.S. The Last Jedi sucked. Random thought? Yes, but I just had to throw in my two cents in. Oh, throw my two cents in uh, on one of your previous discussed topics. This is, okay, first of all, I would like to answer this at this time. Yeah. And I will answer it now. Um, first of all, Brian Collicott, thank you so much for this question you are a gentleman and we appreciated your presence on this podcast when we had you as a guest and a scholar and a scholar as far as black mirror goes todd's been suggesting that i watch it for a while i haven't watched it i have to be real and honest here is that i I am a little apprehensive about watching it because i've heard that it is horrifying Um, that it's very good but that it is unsettling and i'm making a conscious effort not to expose myself to things that kind of you know unsettle me a little bit, which is why I've been avoiding Facebook a little bit. Okay. You should definitely not watch Black Mirror because yeah. it, the whole, pur- the, pretty much not the whole purpose of it, but every episode has very unsettling I don't want to deal with that shit. Um, but, and I'll say spoiler alert here. Uh-huh. Um, there is an episode 
right? It's very good. And it's about um, a woman who loses her husband in a car accident. Okay. And uh, her friend, she's devastated. And her friend suggests this uh, social media app, um, which is driven by AI. Okay. That will go through your deceased one's profile. Right. And create a... um, an emulation of your deceased one who will talk to you, who will text you. And, okay, so that's fucked. You know, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. So, and then it goes further, um, where they send her this package, and it's a replica of him that that you put in the bathtub, and you add all these chemicals, and out pops her this emulation, this AI emulation of her husband, and uh, so like vision, vision pops out of the tub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's actually the dude um oh what's his name he's the red-haired guy from the new star wars movies uh, you mean brian's son yeah uh, not brian colicott you no. know that the actor the guy who's the uh, chimera from mission impossible 2 what's that guy's name no 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 not that guy he's the guy that brian cox no that's no 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 guys. you know the red-haired guy that that uh uh which which guy that he's always beating up and like pushing around and everything he's part of the first order the, you mean the, the general commander? Yeah, what's his Hux? name? Hux, yeah. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. So Hux is... IMDB! Yeah. Hux is the, uh, is the husband. Brendan... Brendan... Yeah, Brendan something... Gleason? Yeah, what's his name? No, Brendan Gleeson is the older guy that was in no, like... No, Don Hall Gleeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Hall. So, so he's... That's, yeah, it's Brendan's son. Yeah. So he's the husband, and the wife is Agent Carter. Wait. Oh, in Black Mirror. Dom, it's Dom Hall, Dom Hall. Domnall? Dom. Domnall. Yeah. Domnall Gleeson, who was yeah. the son of Brendan Gleeson. S- yes. He was also, he also was Bill Weasley in the Harry Potter films. I didn't know that. Oh, oh I didn't shit. know that either. Yeah, it's crazy. So he, the, the rest of the episode is her becoming increasingly unsettled with the fact that this, this robot. Mm-hmm that looks and speaks and knows a lot about her husband is just a little bit off. Okay. And there's nothing malevolent about him. There's nothing evil about him. He doesn't, it's, it's not typical in that way. Um, It's just her trying to figure out how to deal with this, this being now uh, and, you know, trying to figure out what to do with him. Because hmm. she eventually, it's that whole uncanny valley thing, I think. So right? it's really not that different than your clone being dropped off in your front porch. No, that's why I was seriously reminded of it. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. So, I, well, I, I'm not watching that show, Brian or Todd, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fuck you both for for suggesting it. I cannot handle stuff like that right now. Yeah, no, yeah. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with that shit. It's so awesome. As Brian, okay, I'll take your word for it, but like, you know, maybe yeah. in 10 years when I'm in a more less emotionally fragile state than, you know. Okay, so I just I just can't deal with stuff like that. It's too surreal. It's too fucking But that's the you know, thing is everything that they uh that they deal with and discuss is sort of grounded in now or the way that it could go. So it's, that's why everyone finds it so unsettling. Like, um, and they keep talking about how the makers of this show seem to be able to predict the future. Like, uh, you know, the first episode is about uh, someone taking uh, someone of the royal family in Britain right. hostage. 
and uh, in order to get the prime minister to have sex with a pig on national television. Uh, you told me this one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was insane. Yeah. So, and then, you know, people have interviewed them and asked them, like, did you know about David Cameron and the rumors about him and the pig and all that stuff? Anyway, it's pretty good, man. I recommend it. Um, but to, to those of you out there, um, if you aren't into very sort of unsettling uh, oh television, then don't watch it. As far as The Last Jedi goes, Brian's PS in this email that we're looking at here. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, I have watched The Last Jedi three times since we saw it in theaters. Okay. And I don't know if I liked it after all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I. And you know why? Can I tell you something? It's because I, I uh, there was something that I saw on the weekend. It was a um, after the original Star Wars came out, there was a few appearances by Chewbacca and Luke Skywalker on like television on NBC and stuff for like Christmas specials and stuff. Yeah. Excuse me. I I um. I just have a bit of a problem with how they treated that treated Luke. They, I have a huge problem with how they treated. Yeah, him. like I understand Mark Hamill's kind of like frustration with how the swan song that Luke Skywalker got. Yeah. I, I thought the force awakens was, was okay. I thought rogue one was a good movie. I thought the force awakens was okay, Okay, but I think they they kind of fucked this up a little bit. Like, well, even this Kylo Ren bullshit, like I, I don't see how Luke Skywalker, after all the events of return of the Jedi starts a Jedi Academy and then like loses a shit when he, when he, like totally loses his shit when he like senses darkness and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like there's just something about that. Like just has this like mental break. Yeah. It's I, it. I don't know. Like it just seems weird. Like, but I also, I also found it really weird that they kind of made him out to be this sort of bumbling. I know they did it with Yoda when they first introduced Yoda. He was yeah. a comical character, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But with Luke, it, it was just, you know, you're made to believe that he came extremely close to murdering one of his students. And, yeah. and, but he's like, they made him kind of like a bumbling, you know, sort of old man. And then we were supposed to believe he was, you know, super powerful with the force. For, I, you know what? The thing that annoyed me is just like with the way that he was, he dealt uh, with all of his problems in the first, like the, you know, the original movies, mm -hmm. it seems weird to me, like how optimistic he was in bringing Darth Vader back to the good side, et cetera, that he would have gone from there to, yeah, pulling out his lightsaber over Kylo Ren, right? Like it's, it's weird. It's, it's kind of a weird. Yeah. And then just like the whole premise of like, it's just, it's not, it's, I think I would have gone with like more of. You know, there was like a, a burgeoning Jedi Academy and there were like, you know, Jedi kids and like, you know, they, yeah. I would have turned it into more of like, I don't know, more of like maybe like uh, the Goonies with, with lightsabers or something like that. Like I, I was thinking about like those movies had a formula back in the 80s, right? Yeah. Late 70s and the 80s. And it's funny because I just saw that Steven Spielberg movie, Ready Player One. Yeah, everyone's it, saying it's pretty good. Is it? Is it's it very, good? very good. Yeah. But it's it's got that firmly entrenched formula of camaraderie between okay. a group of people, right? Yep. They all come together to, you know, to meet an objective. Okay. Um, and it's uh, Ben Mendel Mendelsohn is very, very good in the movie, by the way. Yeah. He plays director clinic in Rogue One. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just, I, I think I probably would have gone in a different direction. Instead, they did this thing with Kylo Ren 
you know, like this, this like wannabe Darth Vader, but, like Han Solo and, and Leia's son. Just that's, and then Ray, you know, like Ray comes out of nowhere, and like you know that stupid fucking lightsaber with the Kylo Ren's lightsaber is really dumb. Well, it was just kind of. Like, I think it was just kind of cruel to present all these mysteries in the first movie. Right in the uh, Force Awakens, sort of. I was just kind of lame. It was like, yeah. Well, no, they presented all these 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 obvious mysteries that got people really invested in it, and then they just shit all over every single one of them in this movie. I thought Snoke was a cool character. Yeah, and they it, it, he was wasted. Like he was, and then he like that's another example. Like so that really Snoke, made me mad. What wasting Snoke? Yeah, just because like with Kylo Ren, I'm just I don't find him very compelling as as the big the big bad. You know, I don't. Well, yeah, he's just he's lame. Yeah, he's he's, he's like a he's a like how the fuck could Snoke not see that he was gonna get killed by Kylo Ren? Yeah, like here's this like monumentally powerful guy. But was he like? Well, I don't no- know. I don't know what the story was there. Like I, 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 was, I was reading some chatter on the internet that Snoke. Was like the one of the Jedi's, the first Jedi's. He's ancient, and yeah, but who like where's this coming I from? I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I overwhelmingly get the feeling that they're just writing these on the fly. They just throw a bunch of words. Yeah, I don't. I, I think they write each one of these movies as it's required. It's like, all right, now what we're gonna do is this. Yeah, and it's like no. Like you well, should think these out. Like I, I, I mean, I, I realize that they have sort of an impossible task. I mean, they're some of the craziest fans for anything on earth, right? But mm-hmm. I really think I know that you can't really fully cater to your fans, but they really just kind of ignored them. <laughs> I feel with this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm more excited for Avengers: Infinity War on Friday. Yep. I'm more excited for Deadpool. Two. Oh man, did you see that that trailer when he's calling he calls Cable One-Eyed Willie. He's like constantly cracking <laughs> jokes at Josh Brolin's movies. He, he calls him hey, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. <laughs> I think it'll be funny. Um, yeah. Oh, here's a little story. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that TJ Miller got arrested for, for calling a bomb scare or whatever? Yeah, what's that about? Ah, man, I don't know. That guy's life isn't going on the drain. I saw a movie um, that he was in called Office Christmas Party. Is it any good? Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I really feel that his character, or most of his characters, are not far off from the, I think he's actually action. crazy. Yeah. I think he's a bit of a crazy guy. Have you watched any of his stand-up? Yeah, it's like uh, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny, but he's like I, I think he smokes a lot of weed and he's and he has psychiatric episodes regularly. Well, who? Yeah, I mean, who who does that? Like, even if you're drunk, man, would that ever occur to you? Well, you know, it's funny. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, and you know when things happen to people and like you look at their social profiles the day of. So like on Instagram, if you follow TJ Miller, the day that that bomb square bomb scare thing happened, he takes a f- picture from like the the seat of his airplane while he's midair. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then and then like the next picture is the next day after the whole incident happens, and he makes no mention of what happened the day before. Oh, I thought it was like on a train. It was in the no, plane. It was in a plane. It was like yeah, he it, like it was either midair or when he landed. But did he explain why he did it or anything? I don't anything? know what happened there, but it was weird. It was like a weird, weird, weird situation. That's Yeah, that's super strange. Um, so anyway, I mean, like, I don't know if you ever do that, if you create people's Instagram and go, oh, this is a serious event that happened this day, you know? General, I mean, I've been taking a massive break off all social media pretty much. And fuck, 
Yeah, I know. It's like I feel a lot better not being on Facebook, being exposed to all the crap on there. So how many uh, you're referring to Cambridge Analytica? Did you watch any of that Mark Zuckerberg um, Senate testimony? Like when he was in front of them? Um, oh, man, it was hilarious. Some of them were like, there was this one lady from North Dakota that was just like, she was a Democrat. She was just fucking grilling the shit out of him. Or she, I think she was from Michigan or something. So anyway. what, 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 did, like, what did we take away from that? Like, what are well, we? Well, I, I think the only thing they took away was that Facebook is, um, Todd just pulled a fucking lighter out of his pocket. Like, I don't know what the hell that was. It's this whole setup down here today, man. I don't know Weird. what's going on. For the record, we're on a we're on a hobbly series of craft tables right now. Like TV trays. You should post that on Facebook, man. This this like hobbling mess this of a hobbling contraption. Contraption. <laughs> like if you touch one of the tables, it's 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 horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, but as far as the Cambridge Analytica thing goes, I think it's the, the the only thing that was revealed was that you know Facebook is um, allowed this outside company to. You know, access the profiles, even though they were the, the, the profile. There was consent given to them to access the profiles. And but, are these people who had set their their privacy settings so as not to? Well, be a- they consented to the application that, like the the whole the whole game was this. Cambridge Analytica developed a survey, and the survey was deployed. It was marketed on Facebook, and it said, "Hey, answer these five questions related to things you like or dislike, and we'll give you." Money. Okay. It was like five or ten bucks or something like that. Something like that. Okay. So a lot of people did that, but part of the deal was we need to know what you like, but we also want access to what your friends like as well. So how can you consent for your friends? Like what? Well, that's that's the fine print, right? Is that if you allow the application to mine your preferences, to mine mm-hmm. the things that you like and that you're interested in, it's also asking whether they can do that for your friends. It's a very common thing on computer applications a lot of the time. Okay. And a lot of times, you know, most people don't even read the fine print. You're like, you know, do you agree? We'll scroll right to the bottom. Scroll right to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Agree. <laughs> yeah. You want to get that part over with the ASAP and yeah. just assume that it's all kosher. Um, so what kind of information did they have well, access Well, just all preferences, to? like things that you like and, you know, like the things that you've liked on Facebook and the things that your friends have liked on Facebook. Okay. Well, so- what they were able to do is they were able to target, gather all this information on different users and then, split these people into two camps. People who were likely to vote Democrat or for Hillary Clinton based on those likes. Okay. And people who were likely to vote Republican based on those likes. You know what? Then they took all those, then they, they took that information and then they, they used it on Facebook in terms of marketing. So all the people who were going to vote Democrat, I think what they did is they, they kind of marketed a lot of bullshit fake news stories like Hillary, Clinton slayed the last unicorn last year, <laughs> you know, and swayed some of those people maybe. And then on the Republican side of things, they they marketed strategically to them too, you know. So that's like my basic understanding of it. Anyway, the long and short of it is that Facebook got caught with its pants down because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody anticipated that Trump was going to win. And then as it stands, Facebook is allowing all sorts of bullshit to be published on that fucking platform. So how um, how did this get found out? Like, who did someone blow the whistle on it? Or well, yeah, like I I don't know all the details, but it was revealed that this in fact occurred on the Facebook platform, and Facebook is already getting a lot of flack for 
you know, the Russian meddling, like the Russians were able to get in on the platform and market effectively and tried to, you know, tried to sway a lot of people who had voted for Obama to vote for Trump. They vilified Hillary Clinton. So, you know, it, it was, it's essentially a, a, an intellectual vulnerability that everybody on Facebook is pretty stupid and that they, you know, like they, they believe whatever they want to, they believe whatever they read in most cases on the platform. It also revealed that Facebook is not just a platform, they're a publisher in that they, they curate and they decide what content gets exposed to people, what they, what they allow on the platform. Wow. So is that why you're, you're scaling it back or? No, but like, well, sort of, but I just found that I, here's the long short of it. I don't think we're designed to be this connected. Okay. And like, I think people are generally self-interested and I think Facebook works like gambling in that like, like even I'm addicted to some of this stuff sometimes is like you're validated by how many likes or how much engagement you get in these platforms. And I just found that everybody's posting shit online. It's a cause for this, it's a cause for that. Like, you know, I can't, you know, it's just a big fucking hole, man. I can't do that shit. It's, it's, it's creates anxiety and stress for me. And it's just like, nah, you know, I like it in doses, Yeah. you know, but, but you know, I just need a bit of a break. So I was on it for a few years. I think it was like five years yeah. when it first came out. Right. And then I was on it again for, I don't know what, three years, right. two years or something. And then I just sort of, uh, I remember one day I was looking at it and I was scrolling through. Okay. And I don't know if it's the type of, because it's the type of person I am, but um, see, that's what I mean is, I mean, who knows now that we see the way these things work, it, it I found it was making me depressed because yeah. there were so many issues just scrolling through. Yeah, it's it was like, like just a constant fucking issue after issue after issue. So you, you just feel, you end up feeling overwhelmed. Yes. You know? Yes. So I, I don't know. I might, I might go back on, but I, at this point I, I think I'm done with it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to stay on because I, I work in media, so it's kind of important for me to. <laughs> Can you imagine you just? <laughs> I give it up. No, you know? it's kind of, kind of a need, I think, for you. Eh? What's, what's the time on this so far? Forty-five minutes. Wow, it's been forty-five minutes so far. Yeah. So we should think about wrapping this up soon. Um, I wanted to ask you about one more thing, though. Sure. Um, so I had a little chat with someone from a podcast called Robot Pizza Van that I know yes. you, you uh, checked out. Um, so, yeah, I was listening to another episode, like their newest episode tonight. Uh, so I wanted to give a shout out to them. It's a great podcast. They're based in Berkeley. I guess Berkeley's in California, isn't it? Yeah, and I was just there. Yeah? Well, I wasn't in Berkeley. I was in Los Angeles. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it was kind of a hilarious episode, man. You should listen to it, like the most recent one. I have been listening to yeah. them, actually. They're very funny. Uh, they were talking about the slowest uh, roller coaster on earth derailed. <laughs> like What? Yeah. What are you talking about? But that's what I mean is, is you know, I feel like they're kind of kindred spirits. They just look up the, the funny internet news of the week, and then they discuss... And, uh, so, and I think they share a lot of interests. Like I'm super getting into, uh, sound engineering, you know, I'm learning it anyway. Uh, yeah. They talk about science, um, you know, basically all the same shit that we talk about. So if you guys, uh, like us, you should check them out. Robot pizza van. It's kick ass. Yes. Anything else for this week, man? Nah, I think that's really about it. Yeah. This has been a while in the making. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a tough three, four, actually four months now, I guess. But uh, we haven't done a podcast in four months. 
I don't think so. Well, maybe what? no, no, no. It's been three months though. I think. Really? I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. We did one in January. Yeah, yeah, we did but one. I in think January. from like February on. So we're pushing yeah, yeah, like two yeah. months now. All right, well, we're we're back in the saddle. Yeah, we're back yeah. in the saddle. So hopefully there are no more. We're backs. <laughs> we're backs. Oh my God, we're back. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next Sunday. Next Sunday it is, Todd. Au revoir. Bye.